May mercy and grace and peace be yours from God, our Father, through his Son, his only Son, our Savior, Jesus the Christ. People God dearly loves. It's a loud, busy, confusing world. From car and truck horns honking to referees' whistles blowing, from Astros and Phillies fans cheering to kids screaming, trick or treat, there is noise and commotion at every turn. And there was noise in a small German town called Wittenberg 505 years ago tomorrow. A hammer pounding nails into the door of the Schlosskirche. Curious people murmuring as a priest and professor named Martin Luther posts 95 statements for discussion and debate. He posts them there on that church door because it was the community bulletin board. And in the months and the years which followed, the volume was immense and intense as the gospel was rediscovered and reaffirmed by many. Be still, our Lord declares in Psalm, 9, Psalm 46. Be still and know that I am God. Luther wasn't. He cried out in fear and frustration at an angry, judging God he had been taught to fear, but not to love and trust. Luther wasn't still. His anguished prayers and his frequent, fervent confessions of sins revealed an unsettled heart, a tortured conscience. The law stilled him and the law stills us. Because the law accuses and we have no excuses. We cover ourselves, as we just sang, with fig leaves of self-righteousness. The first verse of the Reformation Day epistle nails us. We know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, made still, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. And when we try to bluff and bluster our way out of this accusing word of God, when we try to make excuses and offer explanations to God, we are nailed again by verse 20. By works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight. That means in God's sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. What do we cry out when we can't say anything? How do we respond because we can't do anything? Where do we go in our helplessness? We go to the one who is still, who was born into this loud and noisy, sick and dying world, who was born in the stillness of a night, broken by the panting of a virgin mother, In her labor pains, the gasping of a guardian father, the good news of great joy of the angel and the glory to God in the highest by the heavenly host. Our Lord's mission was to still confused minds, to still broken hearts, 
to still hurting consciences. And all that happens because Jesus was still and was still. Christ was silent and still when falsely accused. Christ was silent and still as prophesied by Isaiah 700 years before the events. Listen, be still. Listen to this servant song from Isaiah 53 verses 3 and 7. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Still. Silent. Quiet. Before Pontius Pilate. Before the chief priests. Before the soldiers. Before the crowd shouting crucify, crucify him. Finally. After Jesus announced it is finished. And after he cried out, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, he was silenced by death. Our Lord was still in death. The death that had to happen because the Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world. The final sacrifice had to be made. The full price had to be paid. Then the stillness of the grave, cold and dark, alone and quiet, until the third day, until the earthquake, until the stone is tossed away as useless, until the guards run away in fright, until the angel declares to the stunned women, he is not here, he is risen, just as he said. Who alone? can deal with sin, who alone can battle Satan, who alone can defeat death. Only Jesus, only the Christ, only the crucified and resurrected Savior. Now the bow of sin is broken. Now the spear of Satan's lies is shattered. Now the chariot of death is burned into ashes. And when sin and Satan and death are stilled, Hurting and grieving hearts are made still. The Reformation of the Church was and is much more than a loudmouth German priest and professor trying to outshout Tetzel, the indulgence seller, and Pope Leo X, the purgatory sentencer, and Charles V, the recant demander. The Reformation of the Church was. And still is about Jesus. Look again with me at the closing phrases of the stanzas. Though all our life is like a scroll. And notice how they are not only about the past. But they speak the good news to us now and here. For he alone still saves us. His grace alone still clothes us. True faith alone still anchors. God's word alone is still truthful. This is why Martin Luther could not be still. He had to preach and to teach grace alone, faith alone, scripture alone, in Christ alone. And so do we, with calmed and quieted and settled hearts, with consciences 
free and at peace because of certain forgiveness. Be still, knowing that God is still and always your mighty fortress. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.